Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. You know everybody been waiting on that baby, man. What's going on on the clock fans It's your guy Raul Lascano With my right hand man George Martinez On this beautiful Beautiful Tuesday December the 8th 2020 man I can't tell you how much uh, I'm excited man George you ready to go with this? Yeah man what up everybody? Yeah, we got a whole packed agenda man We have got to talk about Mayweather accepting the fight We have got to talk about college football Jim Harbaugh like we predicted, bro, he was on the cuff, man. We try to tell you Michigan fans, your man's about to be out of there. He ain't doing the job. Uh, we also got a whole bunch of ton of NFL news that we got to talk about, man. A lot of things going on. I know I got to talk about my Miami Dolphins. I was beating my chest yesterday. I'm going to beat my chest again. And you can count on when my Miami, Dolph- Miami Dolphins are doing well. I'm just going to beat myself. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, we got a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about. Greg Williams, obviously, with the bonehead call of the century. We have uh, we want to talk about the Ravens-Cowboys matchup. Man, we got so much to do, man. This is On The Clock Radio. Don't go nowhere, baby. Let me tell you something, man. This is a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday, man. You know understand me? I love I love what's going on right now with my Miami Dolphins, the teams. I love the atmosphere. I feel good, man. How, I mean, let me start this. How are you doing, sir? How are you? How's the family? How is everything going in your circle? Family's doing well. My heart is better because <laughs> had a bye week. <laughs> I had we had the Bucks had a bye week, so <laughs> I was not I was not caught up in suspense. Going into the fourth quarter, the way I have been the last couple of weeks with right, the Rams right. and Chiefs game, uh, I still have. I still wake up middle of the night seeing Tyreek Hill catching a pass for ninety yards or something. My God, that guy's <laughs> over, a freak of nature. Over Bucks DBs and doing backflips in our end zone at home. <laughs> but outside of that, I'm I'm recovering. I'm recovering. I'm looking forward to to the matchups this weekend uh, all over the state. Uh, yeah. How are how is the Miami Dolphin only fan doing. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you something, man. It's been a beautiful look. It's I've seen some really good stuff this this uh, the past weekend. Uh, I saw some really good football. Family was good. Um, Saturday saw some really good coaching. Saw some really bad coaching. All in one day. It's it's a lot to take in. Uh, but then here comes Sunday, and here comes the only team. That is in the AFC. They're the ones that I love the most. My eight and four oh, Miami boy. Dolphins. And let me tell you something, man. I don't know if you know our fight song. But I, I'm going to play it for you. You don't know the fight song? I don't know. You don't have I a don't clue. Know. You don't know what it is. Oh, this is uh-uh. going to be great for you. You're going to enjoy this. This is our fight song, bro. And when you say Miami, here it goes. Ready? Here, everybody. Sing it, Miami. I know you're in Tampa. Sing it in your car. There it is, fellas. We are the Miami Dolphins. We have not been 8-4 and four since probably 2000-something, something, something. 
Like, we have not had this much success in a while. It's all contributed to Brian Flores. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but I'm feeling good, man. My And my Hurricanes. My Hurricanes did have... Bro, we beat the shit out of Duke. Okay? And I don't I don't typically <laughs> like to say it like that, but we beat the shit out of Duke. Uh, 48-0. to zero. Duke University usually gives us problems for whatever reason. I don't know why. Uh, maybe because we're the Hurricanes. But it, it, it would give us problems. We go down there. So I had a great weekend, man. I had a fantastic weekend. I'm pumped to talk to you. I've been waiting to talk to you for a couple of days now, man. Yeah. And, you know, for reasons because of that fight song are the reasons why you guys need to stay in the cellar. <laughs> this is the reason why. I completely you guys agree. Go. Yeah. Go back in the bushes. You know, you know that 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 meme of, of someone backing away into the bushes. Yes. That's where you guys have been for <laughs> since nineteen seventy two when they went undefeated. When they made the song. Yeah, when they made the song. That's yeah. gotta go back there because oh my god. Listen, man, I, I, I can you know, I can play your guys' song now. I don't as do you know what your fight song is? Have you heard your Buccaneers fight song at all? Do you know when it was made? Unfortunately, <laughs> I have heard our fight song. I don't know that fight songs across the league are any good. Like, but which, by the way, on the clock fans, if your team has a good fight song, not a college, I'm talking about in the NFL. Mm-hmm. If your team in the NFL has a good fight song, send it to us. Just, if it, we'll play it on the show. Don't send us the remix. Don't because I know George, you played the one already with "Welcome to Atlanta" in it. I know you did, you, and that was a, I ain't going to lie to you, that's a nice one, and I wish my Miami Dolphins did the same thing, but they didn't, and if you Tampa Bay Buck fans want to sit there and clown my Miami Dolphin fight song, let me let me play a little bit of for your guys' your guys' fight song. Here, here's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fight song. That is some nice trumpets. Here it is. Oh my God! No bucks. Psychedelic. This is psychedelic, man. Oh my God! And this song has been remixed. Cause there was a, there was a. I hope there so. is, there is a 2017 version where we got a chorus. I think it was. James was in it. We had Mike Evans oh, in it. Okay. We had we had we had a, a a church choir singing the song as well. Uh, it was it was a remix to Bro. to our to our history. But hey, you know what? Your fight song is just weird. Here it is. Look, listen to this. What is this? Here come the lyrics. We're gonna drop the lyrics on you. Oh my god, that was it. That was your fight song. Why? I mean, we're, don't get me wrong. I don't know what I think. Maybe it, okay. Well, we'll beg to we'll beg to differ. But I, I'm pumped, man. I'm, I'm really pumped. Speaking of fight songs, speaking of of getting into it, I didn't. We basically talked about this the last podcast about you know when Nate went Nate Nate <laughs> Nate Robinson went Nate Nate. Um, we basically talked about how it was not going to work out for him. It was not going to be a good thing for him. Um, I couldn't believe that they're going to let Nate Robinson fight or whatever. But the last podcast, we talked about how Logan Paul, Jake Paul's brother, has been calling out Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather has accepted the fight of Logan Paul. Now, I don't know how much money it is. I don't know how much money they're going to make. I don't know 
don't know any of that stuff. I just cannot believe that Mayweather is going to lower himself to fight this guy. What is your thoughts and your take? Because I can't wait to get into a rant about this. Mayweather versus Logan Paul in February. And again, they said the first, or was it February, March, whatever it was, 2021, the first million people that buy the fight can buy it at $24.99. After that day, it'll be $69.99 the day of the fight, until the day of the fight. So, is this about money, or is this just about, I got to put somebody in their place because they're talking too much shit? If Floyd is involved, it's always about the money. It's an exhibition fight. So the fight does not count towards Floyd's record. It will if he wins. <sighs> Floyd fans are going to talk about it. He's 51. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's an exhibition fight. It's not an official fight. It has to be for the money. And that's it. If Floyd's involved, that's it. That's it. Are, are you reason. scared? Are you scared or nervous for Floyd Mayweather on this fight? Is there anything? No, a, no? you don't. You don't. No, I'm bro. worried about the other dude. Really? Now you're going. Now you're going against a legit professional boxer. Oh, he's gonna listen, man. This ain't this ain't Nate Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Nate. This ain't Nate. Nate. Listen, no. man. I do, I'm scared for Floyd, man. I, and I know he's the better boxer. I clearly he's the better boxer. Everybody knows that. But, bro, I'm tired of people when they tell me size doesn't matter. Yes, it does when you are in a fight. You it can, matters in every sport. Oh, my God. Size doesn't matter. You mean to tell me a 380-pound defensive lineman means nothing to a 6'1 freaking <laughs> 215 line, offensive lineman? Yeah, it matters, bro. It definitely matters. Have you seen the 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 height comparison and reach for these guys yet? Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, so Logan Paul is 6'2 at 225, 228. Floyd is sitting at 5'7, like 175, 180. And that's pushing it because he's I don't think he's that much. You mean to tell me a 6'2 giant to a, a five to a 5'7 guy that's like that's like me fighting my kids. It is. That's that's crazy. You so you mean do you think he swings, he, he swings his elbow, hits him in the eye, bro? You try. What do you? What's the, the reach length is ridiculous. How does he? I hate to say it like this. How does he get inside Logan Paul? I, I know it sounds terrible, but you know what I mean. How does he get inside to close that distance from the reach without taking punishment? Because that's what's going to end up happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and, and I mean, and I get it. You know. Uh, a punch coming from a guy that big, it's gonna feel it's different. Gonna, it's gonna fucking hurt. It's gonna hurt. So, so there's that aspect too. I don't know. I'm sure, similar to the other fights we've seen, there'll be some speculations. There'll be this and the other. Sure. There'll be something, bro. That that protects Floyd. Floyd is doing this for a money grab. But he's not going to put himself out there to get embarrassed. You got to think about something. When he fought Conor McGregor, that's that's pretty much the same height, same weight. So that was easy. That was easy going to that fight. Like I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna show him why I box while he doesn't have any hands. You know, he he did that. But this is a six two. Where do you punch a six two guy at five seven? In the body. Pull a Mike Tyson, bro. Punch him in the body. 
he and he it's not going to affect. You think it's going to affect that guy? I mean, have you have has that guy ever been hit by a professional boxer before? Fuck no. Because I mean, obviously Floyd's still going to pack a punch. Yeah, but bro, he's going to punch. I agree with that. But man, I don't know. One you think, silly. You, you think Floyd loses? If if they have no scorecard, if they have no scorecard, and we're just talking straight fight, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know because he's not going to knock him out. You know what I mean? I don't think he's going to knock him out. At least I don't. If, fuck if Floyd knocks him out, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit. No, I don't. Him go Nate Nate. Oh, I'm a, if he goes Nate Nate, if he makes him go Nate Nate for Nate Robinson, like bro, I got you. We'll make him go Nate Nate. Um, I'll be amazed. I don't think Floyd, he has it. Floyd called Nate Robinson. Bro, I got you back, bro. You know what? I got you. I'm a. I'm a fight him. I'm upset I'm that Floyd even honor. said yes to the fight, though. Like, man, that that I come on, man. Like, don't worry. Why, why, why lower yourself to this guy? Yeah, like, they're retired. Yeah, you. This is a YouTube sensation. He's nobody, man. Yeah. Come on, bro. He's just a personality on YouTube. Turned into, you know, he wants to change his image as a like he's a more than just jokes, and he's not. You're a joke, Logan Paul. Okay, so we're going to fight freaking Floyd Mayweather. I don't know. One haymaker, bro. One silly punch. I think he can knock out Floyd. I really do. Like, it's just... He connects. He gets him right. Because, bro, a a 6'2", 220-pound man throwing a jab to your face is completely... It's harder than a freaking 5'7 guy throwing a jab. No, I agree. I agree. Floyd saying yes shows, one, that he's he's a fighter. He ain't no punk. He's going to fight whoever wants to fight him. Of course, this is a huge money grab. Yeah. Oh my God! I, I hope Mayweather knocks him out. I hope he. I hope he wins. I know he'll win the fight. If there's people counting the score and the points, Mayweather will win off points. He'll go the distance. Yeah, because he's a boxer. He's a technician. He, exactly. He'll, he'll do a little stuff right that Paul has no idea about. I just don't know how the. I don't know how the shoulder technique comes in because a six-two guy, he's punching down. He's not punching straight. Right. A little right. different. And if Floyd wants to get shots on a six-two guy. He's got yeah, a Superman got punch this dude. Yeah, you got a Superman <laughs> punch this dude. You got to come off the ropes to try to hit this guy. You got to come with the Yukin. Bro, Ryukin, you damn right. And Ryukin his ass. You damn right. I agree with that. That's funny. In college news, a guy that might get knocked out of here is... He's already knocked out. <laughs> we predicted this, man. I really think, secretly, ESPN, all these guys, they're just listening to the show... <laughs> they found out that we're at 7,000 downloads, top 3% of sports podcasting. I think they found that shit out already. And they're like, oh, my Which, God. Let's take a moment real quick. Oh, yes. yeah. I, I know we, we got we got a full agenda to talk into, but we let's do. talk about that for a second. You know, we started this show, for those that are just tuning in for the first time, or this is episode 50, yep. first of all. Uh, so, so you know, congrats to, to the show, to, to you and I for – Sticking it on this long already. Uh, but we started the show back in June. The first show launched right at the beginning of June. And, you know, when we first did this, it was more of a, we thought we had good conversations. I remember you telling me all the time, we yeah. were talking to college coaches on Zoom during the pandemic. Yeah. Man, this is pretty good stuff. You know, college coaches were telling us, man, you guys should have a podcast. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and that's how it kind of came about. But, you know, you think about, you know, 7,000 7, downloads in six months. Yeah, it's not that's, too bad. Uh, that's pretty cool, man. And and then, you know, Listen Notes has us, which is the Google of podcasting, basically. If you want to find podcasts, where you go to get research and, and, and information on the show. 
Um, the guy was ranked in the top thir- in the top three percent globally as far as popularity and and how many people listen to the show and how frequent and how many people subscribers we have. So, yeah. shout out to the people that listen to the show. I know we've been we've been saying it for a while. Michigan, I yeah. know. Right now, we're about to get back to the agenda and talking about yeah. your coach out there. But Michigan, Virginia, California, and of course, Florida, you guys lead the way as far as people that support the show and listen to the show. So from the bottom of my heart, I know Raul feels the same way. Yep. Thank you. We, we appreciate you guys tuning in with us every single week. Uh, sometimes multiple times a week, the emails, uh, the the messages on on social media, you know, you guys are definitely checked in. So we we definitely appreciate it. I know we do, man. And, and Michigan was one of the ones that we were like, wow, we have Michigan fans. And I think we're gonna lose some after we tell them. Well, no, you know, we might gain some more because they're gonna be like, yeah, we agree with you. <laughs> About time we get rid of this guy. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh is, is said, I guess, quote on ESPN is that he is looking to work his way back into the NFL. He's open. Open to NFL offers. Bro, yep. I think that comes I mean, in light of the Jets situation. <laughs> I think that's what what he's doing, you know, in light of the Jets. Like, okay, we can get Jim Harbaugh to come up here. If Jim Harbaugh leaves without doing what he said to do, I'm not going to respect this guy. I know Michigan fans want him gone. He came to Michigan with the sole purpose of, I'm going to deliver a victory against Ohio State. Yep. Like, I'm going to go 0-12 everything else, but I'm going to give you that one victory. And he can't do it. That Ohio State Buckeyes, I don't care who the coach is, they freaking reload every year. Ohio State has been shit on this year, for for lack of better words, because they're not thought to be as good as advertised. Mm -hmm. Michigan and Ohio State play this weekend. I can't wait. Does Michigan have a chance? Before you answer that now, I'm going to tell you, they're going to open up as a 30-point underdog yeah. against Ohio State. Yeah. This is how bad it's gotten at Michigan. Right. Do they have a chance? No. Not, not the whole team of Ohio State can get COVID, and they still would lose. <laughs> they would still lose. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and speaking of Ohio State, I'm, I'm upset that Justin Fields, and uh, you know, I don't know, for whatever reason, ESPN, the Heisman, they really have lowered, like, he's not even in considered. Because they don't they don't trust and don't, they don't believe in Ohio State. I'm sorry, man. That's not, after his performance against Clemson, and he's one throw away from going to a national championship and, and how all the fantastic throws to, I mean, he hits a freaking 25 right out like no other, man. That's, I mean, that's last year's season. We're talking about this year's season. Still, what the, kid, the kid's got skills. At, least, at the very least, he should be at least nominated in there and talked about. Right now, it's Matt Jones. It's freaking Florida Trask. I, I get all that. It's, it's Kyle. Oh, Kyle Trask. Is that what it is? Kyle Trask. I don't know. If, Kyle Trask. I don't keep up with Gators since they don't play the Hurricanes year in and year out. They just duck and run well, every time they have a good team. We, we, we don't like to play shitty teams that are on Well, I mean, the only time you play us is when you when you have an up team and they're like, yo, we'll put Miami on the fucking map so we can beat them. We're going to wait five more years and then we'll play them again. We're not going to play them every single year. But that's another story. But And I know they got Trevor Lawrence there. Justin Fields should be at least talked about a little bit more, but that's okay. I think Ohio State just steamrolls them. Jim Harbaugh will be fired after this weekend. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it. 
He's going to be fired. Fired after this weekend. After this weekend. After this weekend, they're like, yo, we're done. It's COVID anyway. Let's just get this guy out of here. Now, I think he loses so bad he gets fired. Here's the funny thing about this Michigan-Ohio State game. Is Ohio State needs the game to be played in order for them to be eligible to play in the conference championship game. Yep. So, if if I am Jim Harbaugh, oh I'm my trying god, to, and I am trying to stick it, you're to gonna Ohio pull State. the FSU move. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm trying to stick it. Ohio, I'm leaving. I already listen. Oh my god, I have already put the table, the blueprint. I am already leaving for the NFL. We are already going to yep. mutually part ways at the end of the year. That's right. What better way than to say, you know what? I'm going to get fired anyways. I'm done. We got COVID. And it's still Tuesday. We can't play. It's still and Tuesday. It's still. Because still, you know. remember having a Clemson. The FSU told them <laughs> Friday night. Clemson was in Tallahassee yes. at the hotel room. Flew over there and everything. All of it. Yep. Before they found out. So Yeah, Harbaugh might do the same thing. Oh, man. And you know, this show has... People are going to think we have connections to to, to the Illuminati at this point. Well, I, got, well, I recently have gotten some connections to the NFL. So <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. But yeah, we're... we're so people are going to think that we're connected to the future somehow, man. Because mm. if Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh pulls that off and somehow COVID strikes at Michigan and they cannot play the game... It's almost as bad as giving them a loss. I, I totally agree. I think he's. I think he pulls it. He's going to be fine. Look, this has not been going well. He doesn't recruit very well, and it's very hard to recruit top athletes to play in a place like Michigan. It's just. It is what it is. Um, unless you come up with a super name of somebody that might uh, attract the names and bring the kids, I just don't see right. D. You know, uh, D. One prospects, five star athletes. Like I'm going to go commit to Michigan. You know what I mean? That's who he was, right? He was yeah. a college coach or the NFL coach. I was now coaching college. Right. Come play for me. I can get you in the league. That was a that was a sexy name that got kids into Michigan, right? Those high-profile recruits. But now it's like, well, who are you again? What have you done for me lately kind of thing? And what has he done for him lately? Can't be Ohio State. Right. Seems to always struggle offensively right? with the teams year in and year out. And as the years go on, less and less guys get drafted in the first two rounds from Michigan. And it's a shame. I think it's time man. to move on for sure. Completely needs to move on. Completely needs to move on. So we're going to see, man. I, I, and speaking of moving on and coaches leaving and coaches going to buy, we have to talk about the bonehead play that was on Sunday <laughs> given to us by Greg Williams of the New York Jets, D.C. And again, we're going to talk about it in a second, but I have something for you here, George. I got Rex Ryan on ESPN yesterday, describing the play that the Jets potentially could have won the game, 13 seconds left in the game. It's a Hail Mary situation. You basically got to freaking just pre play prevent, just just waste it out. They got to score to, to win the game. And this is Rex Ryan describing the play. Then you have the Jets went zero blitz on that play. What is your first reaction? Dumbest call I've ever seen. And only and been around the thing for 58 years. 30 years as a coach, that's the dumbest call ever. There's there's no other way of, of putting it. Look, and it's not like cover zero. There's a time and a place for cover zero. That thing sure ain't it. 
That's, I mean, it's just stupid. It's just absolutely stupid. And he's absolutely right. It is absolutely stupid to play cover zero, blitz, all-out blitz. And that, that play, to me, looking at this, knowing the history of Greg Williams, knowing how he was at the, at the Saints, knowing how he his, his coaching style, you remember the text messages, you remember the voicemails, remember the voice recordings of Greg Williams, how he wants broken bones and knockout heads and put people on concussions. Like, this is Greg Williams' style of football. That was a total ego move on his part, saying we're just going to all-out blitz you. We're going to get this going. M- mind you, there's a receiver for the Raiders that runs a 4-3. He runs a 4-3. That, guy, that guy's pretty good. You're not going to give him a safety help? You're not going to help him? On a straight line run. Bro. No routes. There's a straight line. It is a 40-yard dash. It, it, technically, it's what it was because it's a 46-yard pass. It, it literally looked like a, a, a piece of, of a Madden game that you play with your kids I'm just going to throw a Hail Mary. I don't know any of these routes over here, but whatever this red arrow going straight is, I'm going to throw that one. you got to be kidding me. This is professionals, bro. This And Greg Williams is no, you know, he this is his first year. Why do you call that play, George? Why Why would you, why, in a coach's mind, you, you, you're you a coordinator. I know you're OC, but you're not a DC coordinator. But, like, what do you, what, what's the mind frame? There's only one. There's only one. And I have a perfect explanation for this. What's that? Head coach walked over and said, Jacksonville just lost. I need you to blow it. Wow. We can't can't give up the first pick. We need the first pick. I need you to blow it. Let's go cover zero. One-on-one. I feel like... And and if Oakland Oakland doesn't figure it out, shame on them. Yeah. Because... That is the only logical explanation. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense. Because otherwise, you do what every other team in America has done for the eternity of the sport. You play prevent defense. You put five kids back, five guys back. You blitz three. You you you, you rush three, right? You play the middle of the field right. to sideline. And, and you keep everything in front of you. It's a it, it is a jump ball type of situation. Yeah, tackle them in bounds. Let the clock run. And that's it. Come on. You, so you don't play cover zero and split six, and play main and main coverage unless unless you're trying to make sure you lose. That so, is the definition of tanking. I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Somebody was like, "Hey man, don't do that." Don't no 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 the Jacksonville Jaguars just we have to we have to tank we don't want the number two pick I agree with that I can sense that you know who else I think should be fired along with that who the eleven players on the football field for not checking out of it for not fucking checking out of it. <laughs> for not knowing better because let me tell you something in football you know as well as I know. There's going to be a guy with the microphone in his head, right? Or the, yeah. the headset in his head, in yeah. his helmet. That's a mic. Usually it's a mic linebacker and on you, defense. He's exactly. the guy that's Exactly. Usually it's that guy that has He stands in front of the huddle, tells them what's going on, and they check in and check out, and they're good to go. I'm going to give you a nice little story about college, okay? We're playing college. I'm up in Virginia. I am a safety playing up there. And I'm going to tell you something right now. We used to do little huddles or whatever. Our linebacker gave the call. He had a little headset in his little stupid helmet, right? He gave us a call, and literally the D-line, the freaking, the all the DBs, all of us, we were like, F that, fuck that, we're not playing that. What? No. 
I'm not playing it. He's he's freaking insane. He's stupid right now. We're not doing. You are a professional athlete. You hear cover zero all out blitz. We're gonna go get him, and not one person's like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. Check out of that, bro. Check out of it. If I have the helmet, and, and you know, if you have the helmet, Jordan, I'm like, yo, fuck that. Check out of that. I hear what he said. We're gonna pretend we line up in this shit, and then we're gonna check out of this. We're dropping three. We're covering. We're gonna have three safeties. There's no way I'm playing cover zero. You 11 guys should be ashamed of yourself for letting that play happen, just along with Greg Williams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because even if he calls that all-out blitz and your defense is like, I'm not playing that, they play a different defense, they get the stop. You know who gets the credit for that? Greg Williams. Greg Williams. <laughs> <laughs> you get this story. You, you, we, we bailed him out. And it's happened like that. Sometimes in the NFL, and, and I've, had, I've, I've got friends that play in the NFL, Reggie Nelson, Joe Cohen, they've all played in the NFL. I'm telling you right now, they literally would tell you, bro, there's times where the play gets cut off at the 15-second mark because they cut off uh, the microphone and the communications. Right, right. For, at the 15-second. Yeah, as the play, clock, as yeah. the play is going down, at the 15-second play clock mark, they, the communication stops. They, they, they cut it, bro. So they've said literally you, you sometimes, you know, you didn't get the whole play. Sometimes they didn't give you the play, and, and then they're scrambling there for the last 15 seconds looking at the hand signal trying to get us to play. And sometimes you just got to be like, yo, this is what we got. We're going to wing it. You usually go into your favorite defense that you have, and you're like, okay, let's just run this shit. This is what we're going to run. Fuck it. We're not doing anything else. And hopefully you get out of that you, that situation yeah, based you, on You get past it down. Right. You get you just, okay, we're going to wing this shit. What are we playing? I don't know, but let's get in a bare front. Let's just, let's just pray that this guy is running the ball today. You know what I mean? There's situations like that. There's no way that linebacker heard that call and was like, all right, boys, fuck it, load up. This is what we're doing. <laughs> this, is what he, this is what he's got going on. Uh, we're going to do this. Because like you told me before, there's a reason why Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams said, get me out of here. I agree. You know what I mean? You told me that. You, we were laughing and joking, but you were right, George. There's a reason why these guys said, get the hell out of here. And clearly this is one of them. You could have saved Greg Williams' jobs, and maybe, maybe you were like, hey, guys, he wants to play cover zero. <laughs> Jamal Adams said, hell no. Right, Jamal's not doing that shit. Jamal said, no, 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 no. Listen, uh, you three, we're backing up. Come on. And he's having a great time over the Seahawks now. Right, he's having a Pro Bowl year over the Seahawks. You know what I mean? Maybe there was a situation where they were like, hey, guess guess what Greg just called? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. What did he call? He just called. He just called Panther. You just fucking cover. We're in fucking cover zero. We're in zero land now. We're in fucking zero. That's one of those where you pretend like the headset doesn't work in your helmet. Oh like, my god! I exactly. didn't get the call. I didn't get the call. It's check, called check, the Aaron Rodgers. It's called the sky, Aaron Rodgers. Sky, sky. I don't. What are we doing? Storm. Let's play storm. <laughs> like get the hell out of you. Do not sit there and allow that play to unfold and happen, man. And that's that's a freaking no shame. Way. I I do agree with that. As much of fault that is to Greg Williams. Part of that falls on the players because, I mean, you brought it up a few weeks ago and it came out publicly just recently. Tom Brady calls whatever plays he wants. All right. All right. So Byron Leftwich is calling the play into Tom Brady saying, hey, Brady, let's go uh, run right. Brady's like, it's 39. No. Gronk. <laughs> we're running. We're running that play. We run, did run, run the fucking scene. Antonio, run, get open. Mike. Stay over there, distract that <laughs> take, receiver. That take DB. two people over there with you. Yeah, Godwin, uh, go deep. <laughs> Ready, break, line, protect, slide left. 
81, yeah. 81. And, and that's it. Yeah. And that's it. And, and and that's what Tom Brady's doing. So yeah, man. If Tom Brady's doing, I mean, Peyton Manning did it. You, know, you got these quarterbacks that change plays and 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 run these their own situations. I'm sure the same thing happens on defense. Bro, think about this for a second. You think Ray Lewis lets that shit happen? No. You think Ed no Reed way. lets that shit happen? You think they no sit way. there and they're like, yo, what the fuck did he just call? Did he just Cover call who? Cover zero. I'm going to beat the shit out of him in the locker room when I see this guy. I'm going to save his job, but I'm not doing that. Because it's bigger than the game. You got to win the game. Right. Players don't change. Coaches do. I agree with that. But the good ones can think and coach and play. Like, those are the Hall of Famer ones. You know what I mean? There's no way Ray Lewis gets that in the headset and is like, good call here, buddy. We're, We're all good here. Ed, don't worry about it. Don't give him help on the outside. There's no way that happens, man. No come in the box. Help me blitz. Right. There's no way that that unfolds and, and goes on. And, and transitioning right into unfolding and going on, we talked about the Washington uh, football team beating the Steelers yesterday. You know what wow. I'm saying? I, I'm like, okay, now, whatever. Now, man. Let's, let's be real. Yeah. I wasn't shocked. Were you shocked? I, I honestly wasn't. I honestly wasn't. I'm happy because it ties into my good weekend because – they don't stay of undefeated. Course. Miami Dolphins now are still of course, the of only course. undefeated teams in the history. But but I think you and I are, are not shocked for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I think the Steelers are overrated. And yes, at 11-1, and one, they are over- Unbelievable. Rated. With a, with a straight face. They can't see you, but with a straight face. Overrated with a big O <laughs> and a big R for yeah. overrated. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you why they're overrated. Name. Uh, better yet, I'm going to give you. Who have they played this year? Oh, boy. Make I'm gonna this tell quick. You, I'm going to tell you who quick. they played. Yes. Now, again, you know, you're going to tell me, oh, it's so hard to win every single week. <laughs> you know, no matter no matter who you play. Yes, I am. And that's a load of crap. But <laughs> here you go. We're going to start the season off against... The New York Football Giants, who are currently four and whatever. Yep. The Broncos, right after that, who are currently four and eight. The Texans, who are four and eight. The Titans, who are eight four. Okay. So they, they beat the Titans. The Eagles, who are three and eight. The Browns, who are now nine and three. But at the time when the game was played, they were like six and three. But again, the quality team will we'll give that to them. They beat the Ravens in a, in a 28-24 victory, which I don't think the Ravens are good either. Personally, I know you may disagree, but again, they're 6 and 5. They don't impress me. The <laughs> Dallas Cowboys who are 3 and 8, yep, going backwards. And oh, oh, oh yeah, sorry. The Joe Burrowless Bengals who are 2 and 9. The Jaguars, who are competing with the Jets for the worst record in the league, they're one and eleven. Mm. Then they play the Ravens again without Lamar Jackson and barely squeak by, and then win against Washington Football Team, who before they played was four and seven. So, out of all the teams I just named, yeah, okay, they they have 11, 11 and one. Mm-hmm. So they played twelve games. Okay, stay with me here. I'm, I'm with you, man. Dots. I'm with you. Out of the 12 games they've played, 
two of those teams mm-hmm. have had a winning record. Three of those teams have had a winning record in the Browns, the Titans, and the Ravens. Tell me why the Steelers are legit, and I'll wait. Because it's the NFL, and I refuse to believe. I believe that leaders, you know, can make or break a team. I get that, but I, I don't know, man. I, I think there's st- it's not easy to win in the NFL. It's really not easy to win in the NFL. Their division is the, not doing we, very well this year. But usually that's a tough about the division. Jets tanking and playing cover zero with seven seconds left in the game. They should all be fired. They should, I, the, <laughs> even the trainer and everybody else that went along with it, the bus driver, the plane, the private plane, everybody that went along with that call, that, that that's that's on the Jets. But, I mean, that division is still, you know, one of the hardest divisions in football. It, it it truly is. I know the Bengals haven't been up to par. They had Joe Burrow get hurt recently. Cleveland has been for the last three years. I think Cleveland has been competitive. I don't think they've been. You know, you never said that. Yeah, we're going to steamroll the Browns these last three years. Um, and then the Ravens have been tough these last two years, man. So you know, them getting wins on there is, is good to go. I just think it was bound to happen. You, you're going to hit a wall. You know what I mean? Something you're you're gonna slowly you know win games and not blow out teams and barely win and whatever it's gonna be a that's a long grind of a season. That's not easy. These COVID tests that they got to take, these traveling, all this stuff. I mean, it still plays a part. And I think the Steelers, we're gonna see. Maybe you're right. Maybe they they they're out. They're busted round two, round one after the bye or whatever the home field advantage, whatever it is. Maybe they get busted out first playoff game. Who knows. But for right now, you got to respect 11-0, 11-1 now. You got to. You know what I mean? It's hard to sit there and say, yeah, they're overrated. They're winning football games, and it's not easy to do in the NFL. Your face says it so is, much. It is easy to do when you play against bad teams. Week and week in and week out, when you're playing you don't know bad they're teams. bad. You don't know they're bad until week five. Until week five, you really don't know who's a bad team or a good team. Week five or six, you start figuring out, okay, well, then that was a bad team. Right, and we are now in week 12, and yes. the teams that they've beat in the past were trash. Still and football, yet they man. still lost to a four and seven team. Yeah, and by six who, points. Who, who by six points. Game, that could be, that could mind be. Mind you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Mind you, they played. <laughs> Let's. Let me let me summarize the last two games for the Steelers. They played against a bleeding left leg of Alex Smith, who was bleeding majority of the game from his left leg, who has not played in three years with no running game because Antonio Gibson was lost in the first quarter. Okay, yes, the Redskins, or sorry, the football team, are great on defense. They have a very, very good defensive front. That's Rivera's strong suit has always been defense. You saw him in Carolina. He did the same thing with Luke Leakey, and those guys always play well defensively. But there is no offense there for the for for the Washington football team. The week before, a third-string practice squad quarterback brought the Ravens within four and they had the ball to win the game. You 
Good teams find a way to put out bad ones. Good teams find find a way to win when you're struggling. That's what the Steelers did, man. So with that, here's what I'm going to tell you. The Steelers don't have a running game. I agree. At all. There's going to come a point, a time, and I heard him today, as it gets colder, teams that run the football. We just saw the, the New England Patriots beat the Chargers 45-0 to zero, and Camp Newton threw the ball for 61 yards because they ran for damn near 200 yards. Running teams yep. do well in the playoffs. They do. Good teams that win Super Bowls have a good run game and good defense. Keep away, take away. I get it. I get it. But again, the the Steelers, the the Ravens. So let me ask you this. So if well, the Ravens are playing the Cowboys, if the Cowboys beat the Ravens, Ravens suck, they're overrated. Is that what you're telling me? I don't think the Ravens are good to begin with. Oh, my God. Name a receiver that plays for the Ravens. I, I can't. Except for Brown, I don't know anybody else. <laughs> that's it. I agree. They have a running game that's a gimmick that's now being figured out. I don't think Lamar Jackson is improving as a quarterback. He still can hit a 15-yard out route to save his life. I know that it kills me when I see it every time bounce off the ground. But I also don't think he's, he's he has the playmakers offensively at the receiver position to help him get better. So they're going to struggle there because eventually – what, what, what were you and I just talking about earlier? You load the box. You load the box. You put nine in there. You play main and main coverage. Right. And you say, throw it. Yeah, beat me. Because you can't. Right. That's true, man. I agree with you on that. So if the Cowboys beat the Ravens, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's two bad teams playing each other. One of them has to win. And I agree. There has to be a winner somewhere. So that's the same so, theory with the with the Washington football team versus Steelers. They're yep. two average teams. Uh, they're, 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 they're two mediocre teams. One of them has to win, and, and Washington managed the clock better. They had the ball last. They won. So in the AFC, I, and I know the Chiefs are still the better team out of everybody in the AFC. Clearly. Clearly they are. They, 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 are, playing, they're, they are playing by themselves. Uh, they really are. Because they are a different animal. That's the only team. Now they have a good defense, and then you have Patrick Mahomes, who can make every throw, who can make – any situation more favorable for them because they don't have a running game either. No, they don't. They're not a team that scares you when they're going to run the ball. No, they're more air raid. They are more air raid and they have a great and elite play caller. Oh, God, I know. I can't wait for him to get his own team. It's going to be sick, man. I agree with you, man. I I don't disagree with you. We're going to definitely see how how it unfolds and, and goes on. So I'm going to ask you then, who wins tonight? Who who wins? I'm going with the Ravens because I, I just refuse to say Cowboys. <laughs> no, you do. <laughs> I, refuse, I refuse to say the Cowboys because, again, man, I, I don't know. I, I think the Ravens are a better football team than the Cowboys when they're loaded up and they gotta, they're got they driven. I, I think they could play better. I really do, man. I really do. And I hope no, no broken bones, no fights break out because Ravens are known to, you know, Fight a little bit. Oh, you know what? Before we before we head over to Kobe Knox, I gotta tell you this, man. I'm super. I love Brian Flores, and this is only be this will be a thirty second thing. I promise you. When he walked out to go fight the Bengals because of the cheap shot that Grant took, I I loved it. I loved it. I liked him before. I love my coach, man. 
I love seeing that stuff, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. What, what do you think? Because I, I love the when Harbaugh checked the freaking Titans. I love that when he went out there. Whenever a coach sends a first team, I'm always a fan of it because it shows that you care more about the guys than you do anything else. I agree, man. And this is and this, and this is Brian Flores went out there on a special teams play. Right. Special teams is a so for those that don't know, usually special teams, you know, you got your starting eleven on both sides, so that's twenty-two. Usually, it's your bottom third of your roster are your special teams guys. Usually, some guys you bring from practice squad up that week or something like that too. Right, undrafted guys, seventh round picks. You know, those are the guys that are playing special teams, and to see Brian Flores be that fired up about his punt returner, who is their seventh. Sixth or seventh receiver on the depth chart. <laughs> right, right. Right. The, the guy doesn't play. Right. Even in a receiving core that's not very good. But anyhow. <laughs> and he went out there and wanted to basically fight. Yeah, man. Now, do I wish he was a little more controlled about it? Sure. But I was fired up when Florida's uh Dan Mullen yeah. got in got got in the face. He came back out the tunnel and pumped everybody up. Like, came back out, right? But that was his quarterback. Okay. Right, right, you right, expect right. You expect yeah, that, but this do. is for a special teams guy. I, I love it. I, 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 I've never been a Brian Flores fan, right? Um, personally, because again, I, I'm an offensive guy. And I actually yeah. don't like defensive guys that much. <laughs> uh, but he, 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 he definitely earned a lot of respect for me because of of what he stood up for that day. I do too, man, and and I love it when a coach can do it, man. I really do. On the clock, fans, don't go anywhere after the break. Uh, we have the only, the one and only, Tampa's very own, Kobe Knox. His big brother was on the show recently. He reached out and said, hey, man, I got I to gotta clear up some things about who is the better basketball player. <laughs> My brother beating me oh, one-on-one. We can't, we, I can't let that go. So Kobe Knox joins the show. Don't go anywhere. You're on the clock. Clock fans, you can check us out on all social media platforms by searching On The Clock Radio. You don't want to miss it, especially go to our website, otcsportstalk.com. We have merch up there in the store. You can order whatever you want. we got everything for the kiddos. we got everything for the husband. we got everything for wives as well. Go ahead and follow us. Hit like, leave comments, rate all that we want. We know you're going to love it. What's going on, On The Clock fans? Thank you for joining us on this beautiful show, man. Listen, man, I got something so special. I got one of Tampa's very own. I'm talking about homebred, homegrown uh, Kobe Knox from Grand Canyon University joining the show. What's up, Kobe? How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How y'all? Man, I am chilling. I am relaxing. And I can't tell you how excited I am to to get to interview you, man, get to talk to you a little bit, man. Because uh, before we jumped on, like George was telling you, we all got a little history together you know what i mean we got a little tbyfl history going on you know what i mean yeah. uh i don't know yeah. if i don't know if your dad ever spoke about me i don't know if he's ever mentioned me which he probably hasn't ever uh, but mm-hmm. I, I remember i remember playing against uh the ravens and you were on the team with your dad i was coaching with brian hollister and uh, like i mentioned man mm-hmm. if, if we ever if you ever think that you took a nasty hit or some some illegal that was never intentional. So don't don't don't, <laughs> don't hold it against us, man. We were I promise you we we're just coaching football. We did not try to do any any crazy mess, man. But 
Um, how are you doing, man? I know everything's been crazy with COVID. How are you? How's the family? Everything, everybody good and healthy? Yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, the family's doing good. We're just keeping um, our distance and social distancing, hoping all this stuff ends quickly. So we're just focused on staying in our little bubble. And even though I'm like up there in Indiana with the post grad and Boston Institute, I know they're down here in Florida staying safe. So yeah, we're all doing good. That's good, man. That's good to hear because I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Florida is very... I don't know what we are with this COVID thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know where we where we stand. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's like a free for all down here, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. But that's good to know that everybody's safe and healthy, man. We, me and Georgia, same thing. We've been not that you. I know that you're probably like, yeah, yeah, go, go on, go on. But uh, we've been good too, man. I, I, the only thing I'm afraid to do is be around people now. This is the only thing that made me kind of paranoid. For yeah, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I already I already didn't like people in my bubble. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't walk up on me. <laughs> Now don't you know? Don't, <laughs> I'm walking around with a measuring stick, like yo, it's six feet, buddy. Stay back. <laughs> got got an extra layer. So so with that, Kobe, I know you recently committed to Grand Canyon University. You know, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit of what it means to you to to play for Coach Drew and and the type of program that they they're building out there at Grand Canyon University. I mean, I was excited to commit to Grand Canyon University because when I got on the phone call with um. Coach Drew and the whole coaching staff, we were just talking about, like, the plan for Grand Canyon basketball moving forward because um, this is Coach Drew's first year coming up right now. So he was coming in from Vanderbilt trying to build something special, and I wanted to be a part of that. And that was kind of an easy decision for me because they really wanted me, and he saw what I could be in the future, and that's what I'm trying to be because Coach Drew was there before. Yeah, th- that's what's up, man. So you're you're his recruiting class, right? You're the first guy he's bringing mm-hmm. on on his move from Vanderbilt over over there. That's so, pretty special, you know, I, man. That, that's really special when you think about When you lay it out there like that, George, that's pretty special, man. That's good. Yeah, he put it on the table. That was his first round pick. Right. That's it. <laughs> that's pretty much that's a guy he had to go get. The only equivalent of a good of a good feeling is when you're the first picked in dodgeball in gym class. Like that's that's like the equivalent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm the first pick. You know what I mean? That's good, man. So, we got so Kobe, we got I was reading. Good guys. What was that? No, go ahead. Oh, I said um in my class for next year we had we had a we signed some two other um, pretty good guys too. Yeah, we should be good my year coming up. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome, man. You guys are gonna gonna put Grand Canyon there on, on the map and continue to continue to, to yeah, go through right. that. Yeah, that, that's that's dope, man. So I was reading through, you know, Coach Drew was talking a little bit about, you know, during the interview that you're gonna be playing multiple positions out there. I, I know primarily, you know, when you're a Tampa Catholic, you played a little two and a little three at times, mm-hmm. but you know, he mentioned your ball handling skills mm-hmm. as well. So what are you most excited about playing? while you're there? Uh, I'll play anywhere that Coach Drew um, has me playing. If, if that's the two or bringing the ball to the court or anything, I'm just going to do them. Um, I'm going to work hard and try to help the team win and put, like you said, put Grand Canyon on the map. Cause, I mean, I'm going there to to win. Gee, that's a competitor right there. Yeah, it, that, that's there. exactly what I was going to say. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, Coach. <laughs> What do you want me to play? Sure. I'll go play center. Whatever whatever you need me to do. You need 50 boards today? Gotcha. Yeah, whatever. What, what do you need? What do you need right now? What do you need? That's great. Now, does does Grand Canyon have, like, like a rival, like someone that you guys are circling on the calendar that you cannot wait to go play when you get up there next year? Oh, uh, we. I know this this year, we, like, their non-conference games, they play, like, Arizona State and a lot of the, um, like, higher Division One schools. And I, that's just, like, a great opportunity if we get to play them next year. Because, like you said, he's putting Grand Canyon on the map because it's just now coming up as like a, a pretty good Division One school. So if we get and beat those top tier schools, people starting to know Grand Canyon basketball. Yeah, man. So that's what's up, man. So you, I know you probably have your own personal goals. What are some of your goals that you have personal? Like, do you have any like I want I want to shoot 
You know what I'm saying? I want to put up these bunch of points a game. Like, do you have anything like that stat wise? Um, I mean, trying to make I'm trying to make every shot I shoot. So just get up there and scoring, get into the basket, and just help my team win. Yeah, and try to get to that next level. That's the ultimate plan. And speaking on next level, you know, uh, we'll address the elephant in the room here. We're going to talk about the, the relationship with your older brother, man. What does it mean to have an older brother yeah. like Kevin, man? I mean, uh, I do want to ask him some really good questions. I have another question, a follow-up question, but what, what's, like, what's it like having an older brother like Kev to, to help you pass down knowledge to you and, and get you ready for that next level? Uh, he always pre- it's, it's, it's good to have the blessing because he always preaches me, like, because we work hard, our whole family works hard, so. He just preaches that it gets harder as you move on. And he's at the NBA right now. And he said that's one of the hardest. That's obviously the hardest that he's been at, place he's been at. But just helping me get to the NBA. And he says Grand Canyon was a perfect school for me because he's like the coaches. And the coach is going to push you every day. And that's why I'm trying to get the NBA where he's at. Right. And you speak about coaching. Let me, I think you guys are, you know, when he says getting ready for the next level. And listen, man, I remember how your dad used to coach. You know what I mean? I remember, oh, how, I remember how he, <laughs> right. he pushes us every day. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, I know how tough your dad was on, on, and, and he was big on structure. He's big on pushing. He's big yeah. on, you know what I mean? Like he, he was not pushing like in a, in a negative way. I'm not saying like, I'm not saying like Lorenzo mm-hmm. ball dad, but I'm not saying like, you know, <laughs> something like that. But I mean, he just, he, he demanded 110% every single time. Whenever, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I remember. That's I, like, that's why, go ahead, bro. Oh, um, I mean, that's why me, Kev, my little sister, my little brother, that's like, that's why we are where we are today because of him. He pushed us every day and just helping us get to the next level. Absolutely, man. And he's, he's done that uh, the whole time he was coaching too, you know what I mean? So I, I got a follow-up question yeah. for you, for you and your brother, man. You know, uh, we asked Kev the same question. Where <laughs> if you had to play one-on-one with your older brother, you and Kev, oh boy. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm putting you on the spot here, but there's a reason why we call the show on the clock. You're on the clock right now. Who would win one on one? Is it you? Is it Kev? What do you think? Well, I think I I, I get the win. Yeah, I'm pretty confident. I get <laughs> oh, that win. That's what I'm talking. About. That's what I'm talking about. Tell him, dog. Tell Kevin, man. I'm the younger brother. Stop sleeping on me, bro. Stop sleeping on me, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. Always been picked on by Kevin his entire life. You think so? <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, Absolutely. Man. This is Kobe's chance. He said, you know what? I'm going to get me one. Kobe, if you ever yeah, get a chance yeah, yeah. to dunk on him, dog, don't, don't, you better have it recorded. I need it recorded <laughs> on the Instagram, bamming, you know what I'm saying? Got Kevin Knox, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I almost caught him a couple times. He caught me sometimes. I'm not going to lie. He caught me sometimes, but <laughs> I feel like it, it'll be hard for him to stay in front of me. That's what's up, Ooh, man. Look at that, quickness. man. I, look at that. I like that. He's not going to get you off the dribble. That's what I'm talking about, Go. There you go. You got to stop sleeping on the younger brother. That's what's up, man. <laughs> now, Kobe, one thing I want to ask you before before games, do you have any superstitions? Mm-hmm. Is there something – you got a routine or, you know, we, we talked to – I know Raul talks about this his, his back in, in college days when he played over, over at Virginia. He would – he would his buddy that she shared a locker room with had the same mm-hmm. socks. Would never wash them. Never, bro. Uh, never wash them. You, you he have just no idea. He wore new socks and put the old socks over the new socks. Yeah, but the thing was uh, stiff as a board. So like when you came in, it was literally standing up. You know, I mean, you could probably sweep or or push ice off your car with this freaking thing. 
And he had to take two ends and like smack them together to loosen them up. It was disgusting. But he said it was his lucky socks and it's what got him there or whatever the case. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, like <laughs> I really feel like any sock would have got you here, but that's fine. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of disgusting. <laughs> Kobe's like, so, that's gross. <laughs> so what, what, what superstitions do you have? Um, I mean, I don't really have a superstition. I mean, I, I just make sure I pray for every game. The, like, if we don't do it as a team, I'm going to make sure I take my time out before we go on the court just to pray. So that's not really superstition. It's like what I do for every game. You know, you know what, man? I'm starting to notice a trend with, with like, top athletes. Every single one says the same thing, man. We've interviewed, I don't know how many college kids. and every, I mean, we, we college coaches, they pray every single time, man. And that, that's that, yeah. that's something I wish the, the the boys behind you are listening and they understand. Like, hey man, this this is never guaranteed, man. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pray up, man. That's good, man. Hey, on the show, man, we mm-hmm. play a little fun game. Don't worry, it's nothing crazy, but it's to get to know you a little bit better, Kobe. It's just so you like, okay, just to loosen up a little bit. We call it this and that, man. So don't worry, it's nothing too bad. But welcome to this and that, bro. All right, man, so on this and that, man, we got a series of questions. Me and George are going to ask you. Nothing too difficult. George is going to come out the gate round one and try to try to get you here. Uh, but just answer them truthfully, and it, it's it's as fast as you can go. All right, so I'm going to give you an option here. You got a three-point shot, okay, and you get a million bucks. Boom, bag yep. is already there. It's, it's yours if you make it. But if you miss it, you can never be on social media ever Again, and that's all of them. Question to you, Kobe, is do you take the shot? No, I'm not taking the shot. What? <laughs> You're not going to take it? Really? You know what? Bro, you need Instagram like that? <laughs> he, said, he, said, he said all of that Instagram, Twitter. All of it. All of it's gone. Kobe's, oh, like, all of it's Kobe's gone. like, I'm not outweighing that. I'll, I'll make the million in a couple years. I'll be all right. You get a, if, you, if you get an in and out, you'll be so. So oh yeah! Imagine. <laughs> You're right. I didn't even think about that. Like it just starts going around the rim. Like, oh, you son of a. It just rims out. Oh, you lose it. Yo, and, man. And, and, for, and for Kobe, you know what? Like, you know what? Like you said, I'll make that a million in a couple. Yeah, in a couple of years. Yeah, I'll wait three I'm years. Sure. Yeah. I'll be all right. I'll, I'll keep social media. Yeah, I got. I got. I'll give my. I'll give my own a million. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's what's up? Ain't no wrong with that. I got. A, I got a question for you. Here you go, Kobe. Who is your goat, man? Mm-hmm. Who is the greatest of all time? Uh, well, LeBron, that's, no that's it. Wow. No you didn't even want to hear the options? No debate. No debate. <laughs> all right, man. Give me real quick. Give me two good reasons why LeBron is the GOAT. I mean, LeBron does everything that you ask for a basketball player to do. I mean, you look at you look at the numbers. He's, he's being – the only thing that MJ who, – who, people who think MJ is the GOAT, the only thing that got over him is the ring. But I don't think you can take rings as a really argument because you look at Bill Russell. He got 11. Wow. LeBron's at four right now, and yeah. he almost averages over a triple double every time in the finals he gets there, and he carried lots of teams. MJ's been eliminated in the first round. I don't know how many times. Mm. Oh boy, Kobe. There's Kobe nothing more facts. dangerous than a man that knows his history. There's nothing That's more. It. Knowledge is power. Yeah, you, you. I, I make that argument. You're right. I'm LeBron. LeBron's my guy. Okay, LeBron's. Your, I'm gonna write that down. LeBron is Kobe's guy. It's going on the book. That's it. It's there. <laughs> 
All right, now this one, this one's here is going to be a tough one, or maybe not, maybe not, because I mean, you, you did you did talk about schooling up your your older brother. If you had okay. to take one, you get to pick a side mm-hmm. in a one on one game, football on on the football field, one on one, your brother okay. mm-hmm. or your dad. Now I'm going with your dad in his prime. Ooh, because 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 oh, brothers oh. in his prime right now. Ooh, right. So who are you taking one on one on the football field? Are you taking dad or are you taking your brother? Ooh, we're talking. I'm we're taking, talking. I'm taking my dad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My dad. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, man, don't don't screw that up, man. <laughs> I was gonna try and give you a leeway, but you're you're a smart kid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah is dad, it bad? Dad, you, dad, you, think, you think your brother can keep it close? Nah, my dad, my dad's a dog right now. He was a, even more. He was even more of a dog back then at FSU. <laughs> yeah, that was that was his prime. He said my dad's a dog <laughs> now. He was more of a dog back then. Golly, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. My kids talk about me when I don't. Want, I don't want my kids to go to school. I'm like, nah, my dad just. He talks on the radio. He's all right. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. <laughs> that was up, man. I, I got one more for you, man, before we hit the road, man. With everything that's coming out, new technology, Christmas is around the corner, man. Which one are you looking to get? Are you looking to get that PS5 or that Xbox Series X? Uh, PS5 for sure. Yeah, yeah. see, this is what Georgia told you. Uh, yeah. D1 athletes, one. NBA players, and if anybody that makes it to any league, professional sports, has a PlayStation. I think Xbox are for yeah. the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. I Yo, love it. That's what's up, man. Hey, Kobe, that was this section of this and that, man. Thank you for playing with us, man. Hey, Kobe, man, listen, man, I, I wish you all the blessings at Grand, uh, Grand Canyon University, man. Um, me and George, we, we do this we do this crazy tradition, man, where everybody that we interview, we, we've bought a jersey or we're trying to get the jersey shipped to us with all the COVID stuff, but we've collected them and, and I can't wait for you to be up there and we're, we're definitely going to be rooting for you and we're going to get your jersey so we can hang it up in our office whenever we get our office back from COVID, but uh, all the blessings, man. I, I wish you, you yeah, you, you come from a strong pedigree of family, man, so... God bless you, man. I, I love I love talking with you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Love talking with you guys, too. Yeah, man. Thank you for joining again. Anytime you want to come on, you got my number. Feel free to hop on. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this is your platform here. You want to get something on your right. chest. You want to talk about Grand Canyon and how y'all just beat Arizona State next year. You let me know. Yeah. <laughs> and and we might have to we'll have to bring you back on for the FSU Miami game. We might have to bring you right oh, back on boy. before that and have to talk about that. I didn't want. Uh-huh. I, I was gonna bring it up, but I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do it because you, you know, you just said your dad's a dog, and I don't need him after me in Tampa right now, <laughs> <laughs> going around beating me up because I'm a Miami fan. But uh, God bless you, man. Be safe and, and take care of you and the family. All right, bro. Yes, sir. Hey, on the clock, fans. That's all the time we have for you today. Trust me when I tell you we're gonna have some more for you the next time we're on. Please be careful. Please be safe. Thank you, George, for doing the show again, man. Thank you for everybody that listens. Please wear your mask. Please be safe. Happy holidays to you guys, man. If you enjoyed today's show, tune tune back in on Wednesday as we debut our fantasy football edition of our podcast. Uh, definitely want to check it out. Uh, follow, subscribe to the show by simply searching on the clock radio. We are on every podcasting station available, including Amazon. Just ask Alexa. She'll let you know. Uh, until next time. You're on the clock.